you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live from Hollywood Park, it's the 15th annual Mark Sessler Mock Draft. Your must-have final compendium to the 2023 NFL Draft. I'm Justin Graver. You may know me as Gravedigger. And now here's your host, the old Zeuser himself, Dan Hansus. Wow. Hello and welcome. Uh, uh, sit down, everyone. Please. Studio audience is just packed. People waiting outside since 4 a.m. to be at the 2023 Mark Sessler mock draft. Yes, the the 15th annual. And yes, as you heard in the intro there, my name is Dan Hansis, and my favorite team employs Aaron Rodgers. I am your host, but I am not alone. My co-host for the festivities uh, to my left, uh, you know who it is. He is the the white magic to my bird or the black bird to my magic. Greg (laughs) Rosenthal, everybody. Oh, thank you. And yeah, that was me uh, cheering you on because I'm not just uh, an analyst today. I'm a fan. This is one of my favorite days of the year. I sit back and I enjoy the show like a fan. I'm the same way. I mean, starting on Thursday, uh, Greg, the center of the universe is Kansas City. But right now, for all intents and purposes, it is the Chris Wessling podcast studio. Um, And it's all because of one man. And uh, I think it's time to bring him out. He He is the man behind... Uh, the the mad genius that is uh, the mock draft. He is he is the man that that spits in the face of the industrial draft complex. Who says how you do it is wrong? We want three day work weeks, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> give a warm welcome to Mark Sessler. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He still got it, folks. Handsome son of a gun. Look at this crowd. Unbelievable, Mark. What did the crowd think they were coming to see? They've certainly been it duped. It was a Price is Right taping. Yeah, I was going to say, well, here we are. They were expecting Drew Carey. Uh, instead, wow. they get us. Mark, unbelievable. What are, where are the nerves right now as we as we uh, look ahead to another big-time Mark Sessler mock draft, the 15th? I understand the question. Um, but what I, I to, my, to respond honestly... I feel no nerves because uh, the, what I've done and what I, the, the, my process, I've cracked the code um, in terms of mock drafts where the effort um, is minimal. Uh, the results are 
there is a, a whatever happens happens. I will go on. The sun will rise the next day. Mm. So nerves is the opposite. I feel joy about the entire process. It was uh, quite an arduous hour and twelve minutes I spent on this uh, last evening. Hour twelve. Yeah, I went over. I, went, I actually broke my own rule, but I actually went up and got up and made a pot of coffee in the min- middle of it all. So I guess that brings it closer to an hour and two minutes or so. Any concern though this year that you're starting to share the stage? That you're you're the long-standing host. This is your fifteenth season, and you see the up-and-comer. Right. It's on been the your stage. It's rodeo you, for so long. You're right. Mike Mayock. Right. For and fourteen years. And suddenly Daniel Jeremiah uh, is on the desk next to you. You know, I think in, in a lot of uh, areas of life, you feel that you're being phased out, and this is just another effort. It fits seamlessly in uh, with other aspects of what's happening here at this company in terms of my place in the company. So It is. If you watch Succession, sometimes you could feel like a Carl in this world. Absolutely. Right? Give it up for Carl from Succession. A guy who knows he had his time in the sun. He did huge things with cable in the 90s, but now... It is time for someone else to move. And only what you're saying is, no, I got more to give. Yes. And you're, you're going to try to fight back against. Let's bring him in right now. Gravedigger, Justin, we're going to bring you in later in terms of getting into your picks. But I understand, uh, based on the energy around uh, the show heading into today, that this means a lot to you. It does mean a lot to me. I think, as you put it on Monday's show, it's a big opportunity for me to get my mock draft out there to the people. And I, I have a lot of pressure. In my, I put a lot of pressure on myself to do well with that. You know, I really want to beat Mark. So mm, that's what wow. it is. Wow, he's putting it out there. He's speaking it into existence. The uh, nervous energy coming from Gravedigger before the show started, before that introduction, <laughs> made me feel alive. Yeah. Like, we've done 1,300 yeah. shows. I, I, lo- I, I, It made me feel alive. I love it. I, I can't was, wait. I was to- 10 feet underground before I saw <laughs> Justin. <laughs> well, I can't wait until Thursday night as we're going through all these picks live on our live stream on YouTube, seeing the emotions uh, between Justin and Mark. So this is like the first uh, part of it, and then we get the the entree on Thursday night. Great call. And that's a great plug. Again, Thursday night live with the start of the draft, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We will do a live stream sitting through the entire first round, probably, unless it's going very poorly, and then we may parachute out after about an hour or so. But the plan is to go for all 31, and I think – If you're a fan of this podcast, even more reason now to check out the live stream because we will have real-time reaction uh, to the mock drafts. And and last year, Justin, I know you know this. Um, You did very well last year. Do we have any of the data points in terms of last year and how you guys both did? I'm not sure how Mark did, but I was listening to his mock draft on the way in this morning from last year to get a feel for the show. Wow. And he actually picked (laughs) Traylon Burks to the Titans. Okay. I remember it was a big rivalry, him versus Norris last yes. year. Um, That's right. Well, I think I, Norris, uh, who had come off an excellent previous result. Won the whole country. Right. Um, he got waxed, personally. And I, I remember that Traylon Burks might have been the only one of the only players I nailed. The so takeaway was Graver was did hot, have, and he, he was the best of, was back, of that little mini group. Mark we did were, get Trayvon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson at the top, but then he had I mean, Sauce Gardner going to the Texans. Same position. I mean, it's right. close, but okay. not okay. a winner. So, here we go. It's time, without further ado, to get into it. Um, oh, everybody out there, do you want to you get into it? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Let's do it. Mark Sessler, uh, the 2023 NFL Draft. Uh, let's go through the top of the first round. Go ahead. All right. We have the Carolina Panthers, obviously, at number one. And I'm, I'm going Bryce Young. I think we all, at this point, just assume that's what's happening. It would be so- somewhat of a stunner if they went in another direction. Would you agree? Uh, actually, I would agree. But I don't know if you guys saw some movement in the desert. All of a sudden, there's some pop about Will Levis shocking the world at number one overall. I don't buy it. I just want to say it's out there. I don't know, Greggy, you know that world more than us. Why would that be happening right now? I no longer know that world. I am not a member of the Detroit Lions, (laughs) and I'm going to stay in play. It apparently came from some Reddit post, which is crazy. But even Levis' odds changing still, he was a massive, massive underdog, even after getting closer. Uh, And I think, uh, yeah, the world shares your view, Mark, that anything but Bryce Young would be absolutely stunning. I mean, if something else happened there, this mock Everyone's mock is done. Yeah, you just light a match to it right away. Presumably including Justin's, right? I would, I would assume yeah, it's so. your number one, right? We'll yeah. get to Justin's. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Keep going. Okay, so at number two, the Houston Texans. I know that there has been a lot of talk about them going Tyree Wilson at number two, but we talked about this on the show yesterday that D'Amico Ryans is an Alabama product. Uh, you've got Will Anderson Jr. and Edge, who is a generational mm. hammer-dropping talent that you can build an entire defense around. I think there's a lot of connective tissue between D'Amico Ryans and what he can do with Will Anderson. I think they're going to go defense here. Um, this this could be quarterback, but there's just been, it started with our guy, Lance Sealing. There's so much heat around it being a defender that I'm swinging the fences with Will Anderson here. Mm. I think that's, so the Texans stay home. And, and I would they say stay home. in your in mock draft universe, the idea of trading and I don't know if that's going to be coming later at some point. Yes. It, it adds to the stress level, right? Because if you miss on a very uh, specific prediction, the whole thing goes up in flames. And I specialize at that. If for some reason, though, Will Anderson went third to the Texans, we will give it to you. If you get the right I, team. I think comp, for both of us. Know, if they trade it out. Right. We, I think for, for this contest, if you get team and player match, you get it. You're good. All right, go ahead. Uh, uh, all right. Number three. So we do have a trade at number three. It's, oh. it's long talked about. Yep. Holy God. Well, and the... <laughs> the right, calm down, everyone. Calm down. Calm Zero down. reaction from the audience to uh, this these turn of events. The Cardinals, um, you know, they're in rebuild mode. They trade the pick to the Tennessee Titans. Oh. And the wow. Titans are not coming up here to get, a you know, a, a swing tackle. Uh, they're going Will Levis quarterback out of Kentucky. Um, I think it's a bit of an upset. You could go Anthony Richardson there, but I think they've fallen in love with Will Levis behind the scenes. And this will trigger, um, at the end of this production, I have seven, what I'm calling, seven sports locks. Um, and we'll get to part B of this uh, then. But so at this point, it's going to be Will Levis to the it's Tennessee lock, Titans. So it's not just uh, There's football. some football in there, but it's okay. all, we span the whole world of sports. Uh, that's excellent. That's gutsy. That's the type of thing you've been known for over the last 14 years and now 15 years. I have to. I'm curious um, if this plays into my sandwich prop now. If Will Levis ends up on this team, uh, it really you would think Ryan Tannehill could be on the move. This I think weekend. that's you could connect those As dots. They, they mm. could recoup a draft pick. Might be one this of those sports predictions. Might be one of those sports <laughs> locks in that world. We'll see. But uh, you're right. But you're right. I think that would a would lead to b. Um, and you could see that happening even if they were trading up to six or eight. And like I said, I think we'll give you credit if you somehow nail a trade I'm, up. That, I'm that's un- good enough. I mean, it's gutsy as hell. Um, 
And I'm on board with we haven't seen everything that the Tennessee Titans are doing yet because I think they're going into a rebuild and starting over with Levis. I'd respect it. Yeah. I'd respect it. All right, number four. All right, the Indianapolis Colts, they need a quarterback too. They're not going to rest on that front. They're going Anthony Richardson. I love the idea. If you just think where we were with Jalen Hurts two years ago, I know there's concerns about Richardson's accuracy. It's like historically um, an outlier. Yet, uh, this is a player with incredible potential, athletic freakishness, that I think Shane Steichen is the right coach at the right time to build a quarterback for the Colts. They haven't had a draft pick this high since they picked Andrew Luck. And before that, it was not as high as Peyton since Peyton Manning. So you go quarterback. You don't mess around here. You get the most talented guy left on the board at quarterback. Well, here's the thing. Makes sense. What did Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck have in common entering the league? They were the sons of, of pro football quarterbacks. What else did they have in common? Big time experience at the college level. Yes, and also they were seen as generational foreheads. Big that, foreheads, <laughs> generational talents. They were seen as can't miss slam dunk picks. Yeah. And Richardson is not that. Richardson is very much I mean, when I saw I saw a Roto World blurb headline today, NFC coordinator Colin, Richardson's accuracy, so scary. And I was like, wow, this guy can put it on the money too. Click into it. They were saying how his short game is no, so it's terrible. That's yeah, a problem. That his big arm and all the other stuff, some teams might be scared by that element of now you could obviously, as you mature as a player, look at Josh Allen as an example. Um, clean up that element of your game, then the sky's the limit. But it is a, a pick that would come with some risk, but obviously, and Greg, we know where you stand on this, your love affair, a lot of reward for the Colts. Yeah, I think the accuracy stuff is um, overstated because he's pretty accurate 10, year, 10 yards on, and they, they asked him to do that so much. that Weirdly, yeah, the short game, that's a problem. He's got he's to work on that. But it's been very quiet on the Colts-Richardson front. A lot more Colts-Levis talk. It would be fascinating if the Colts are on the board here and have a choice of either Stroud or Richardson. Three out of four QBs so far. Yeah, which I think I think that'll happen, but that, there could be a muddled mess here in terms of it. Levis being the flipped to number four there. I... I Played with that for a roughly four and a half minutes last night when I did this. Very good. That's I, an I extended amount of time yes, for you. Yes, it is. Do you, right. do, were you worried about drinking the coffee midway? Because you said it was after midnight uh, to us before the show. Yeah, I began the, the coffee pro- kind of kicks in and you're done because you had that hour limit. And, and he's not sleeping anyway. We right. Know I, that. I, it wasn't even like I woke up at the minute. It's like I just was up at 1230 and decided it's time sure. to get going on this. All right, number process. five. <laughs> number five, I think this this just makes sense to me. To, I think this is one of Greg's sandwich props, too. Jalen Carter to the Seattle Seahawks. I think it's a cultural fit. If, if the guy – Culture need, fit. Well, if you go to the wrong team, maybe Jalen Carter. We don't know what's going on. There's some ish, some, some concern about his effort uh, on the field, and there's the off-the-field stuff. I like the idea for Pete Carroll and Jalen Carter, and there, you, you really change that defensive front. Hey, uh, Gravedigger, is culture fit on our bingo board that we'll be using <laughs> on Thursday for the live stream for uh, Tropes of Draft? I covered? will make a note to add it because I didn't have it, but it's great. Need Isn't culture that the fit. part of my role to include some of that jargon? Well, you're part of it. Yeah. You are in part of the machine. Now. Even if you're uh, kind of an outlier and, and for some people a menace, you're part of it. Yeah. You're just kind of, what's the Star Wars thing? You're, uh, the, you're the big, the, the rebellion. Okay. <laughs> you're Han Solo. Okay. I you're mean, Spock, you're Solo. I think the crowd is telling you the response to that parallel. You're the blind guy from Reading Rainbow. You got the whole crew. <laughs> LeVar Burton. Should we press on here? He, uh, he always saw himself as a Harrison Ford. 
uh, Mark. So I think yeah, that he's, works. He's, I, think I, I could see him wearing a brown vest in about six months. Absolute fiction. Go ahead. Uh, number number six. six, Detroit Lions, Tyree <laughs> Wilson goes here. And you can pair him with Aiden Hutchinson. Yum. Aaron Glenn has a lot going on on that defense, and they, they mm. needed help. And I, I don't – I think Edge fits for them. I think that's a it's a good situation. I could see you also like, driving the planes later in life. Maybe, uh, I mean, hopefully more, hopefully more the safe planes. you're flying the planes. Just saying, yeah. Uh, so in this okay. reality, um, and there's logic, obviously, the Seattle Seahawks coming off a double-digit win season and a playoff berth, and the Lions coming off a double-digit win season, they win 10. Seahawks only won nine. Okay, but a playoff season and the Lions, obviously everything happened great. They won nine as well. Great. They, they each had nine wins. The the tiebreaker was that regular oh, season Geno 45-point bomby draft. Both mm. these teams both these teams pass on the opportunity to bring in a quarterback mm. given coming off a big year or a successful season. I, I have an issue with both those teams passing on what seems like a unique uh, opportunity. Yeah, I think I think Seattle certainly is comfortable with Geno Smith, obviously, and what they have for him for a number of years. It would have been a good place to develop, like an Anthony Richardson. But uh, C.J. Stroud continues to drop here. I think that's notable. No, I'm, I'm right. noting it. I'm clocking it. Number seven. Another team not going quarterback. The Raiders go cornerback Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois. A lot of buzz there. Physical player. They've been talked about. They've been linked to a cornerback, and I think that you know a lot of people think Witherspoon's the best guy. He had the best, um, one of the best seasons ever graded by PFF uh, mm. last year in college. I feel like cornerback is so uh, unpredictable, but then again, you look at last year and uh, Sass Gardner, you see what kind of impact that could have a cornerback can make. And Witherspoon, to me, seems like I, I know there's an argument between him and Gonzalez, but it feels like the NFL. There's more teams that like Witherspoon. Yeah, it does seem like when there's a big time edge player. And a big-time cornerback, it's the edge player uh, that ends up going ahead. Look at Trayvon Walker last year yeah. as an example. Uh, but you're seeing it this year with uh, even in your own mock draft here with uh, Will Anderson, Jalen Carter. And yet, like Greg said, if you get a cornerback who hits the ground running and they can straight out of college, changes your defense. And they've, they've tried to do this, and they've, they've missed a number of times. I feel like times. they've been adding guys in their secondary yeah. forever, and it never works, so I'm, I'm, I'm dubious. But it's a different brain trust. How about number eight? All right, uh, my guy, Tyler Algier, is not going to be thrilled with what I did here. Oh, no. Mm. No, he didn't. Uh, yes, he did, because I'm going Bijan Robinson to the Atlanta Falcons. I think this is the wow. offense they want to be. It's a huge help to Desmond Ritter. I, I kind of am starting to believe that they want Desmond Ritter to be the guy. Um, and there would they they are going to pass on C.J. Stroud here, too, but I think B. John Robinson is going to go higher than people think. I can't believe I'm seeing him down at 19 and 20 in some people's mocks. One, uh, one of my uh, canceled out sandwich props, because it seemed too safe, was Falcons take the first, like, offensive weapon in the draft. And so that would be either B. John Robinson yeah. or a wide receiver, or maybe even can, uh, a tight end, but that, that felt too uh, vague. I like them doing it. Can we do this? Can we... Ooh. Can we bring in B. Oh, John Robinson? Oh, you down, Falcons fans. 28-3 <laughs> was eight years ago. Oh, Greg, that uh, is untoward. Gonna... Well, they're going me. This is a classy <laughs> Help the audience. program here. Um, I love it, B. John Robinson. And then Arthur Smith, go get Ryan Tannehill. Okay. And then can we actually be a real, have a real team that <laughs> you could look at as a contender in the NFC? Because I would feel that good about the Falcons. I, I'm with you 100%. Falcons, Let's go. Yeah. They, the Falcons fans like you. Makes sense. 
that's not a shot against Desmond Ritter, but they're making a lot of moves this offseason like they're ready to go. Yeah. It's year three. I mean, you have to turn this thing around by year three. Do you even three. have to – does it mean you're quitting on Desmond Ritter if you bring in 36-year-old Ryan Tannehill? I don't think so. No. no. Number nine. All right, number nine, Chicago Bears. This just fits in my my opinion. Peter Skaronsky, yep. offensive lineman. Uh, Zach Martin comp, I think you can put him in it. He's got shorter arms than some would like for a tackle. I mean, he played tackle in college, did very well, but you could put him at guard. Um, I just think in, in Chicago, you do everything you can to protect Justin Fields. Injuries were an issue at times last year. That line was a mess early on. It got a little bit better um, as a run-blocking unit, but I just say you keep fortifying the front five. I think it, this pick, if it happened, is one of the reasons they traded down tonight. I think they feel very comfortable um, with the positions that will be available there, whether it be defensive line or offense, especially offensive line, that they might get their first pick. I Any thought, offensive lineman. I think this is... I think this is one of those picks that everyone is very confident about, and it makes so much sense for where Chicago is and what they want to do and how they want to protect Justin Fields after he got beat up last year. Um, I thought this was a chance because I know Joe Douglas is known to be um, aggressive when it comes to offensive linemen that they might try to maybe get ahead of nine and grab Skaronsky. Uh But after what happened with Rodgers, I think they might be a little more conservative. So Chicago, that's a good one. That's locked and loaded, I think. All right. Number 10. Eagles. I love this guy, Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. I think there this is an ascending prospect this whole time through this whole process. He brings brutality and might to mm. a defense that lost a couple people. You got a new defensive coordinator. I, I just I think he fits so well with what the Eagles like to do and just damaging, you know, opposing quarterbacks. As a renegade in the mock draft sphere, how closely do you pay attention to let's say Daniel Jeremiah? maybe the leader of the entire industry, what he's saying about this team specifically as a he former, has as well. former I, Eagles. Uh, and I heard him Eagles. say uh, he had four names that he said he almost was sure that the Eagles, it will be one of the four. And I feel like I can feel okay. it was Gronsky, Paris Johnson, Van Ness, or Nolan Smith. And I think Van yep. Ness was his favorite. I would pay attention to Daniel Jeremiah. I wouldn't go out of my way to not pay attention to him if that's, the, if that's how you're asking the question. Right. I would. I want you to take him down. I was trying to set you up. This I is, think this yeah. is the, this you the right are the, spot for the If you're the, the renegade rebel, you got to hit back at the fat cats that run and rule the industry. That's just. Well, that's true. Unsolicited you advice. Think Jeremiah got to where he was without a few uh, no, knives and Mayock's back. He yeah. was the one calling up uh, Al Davis and being like, "You want to hire this guy? Yeah, you want to hire this guy? Did. He's not. He's not uh, just wholesome. He's the wholesome assassin. Don't forget. That's part two. Yeah. And if, if you don't knife him, believe you me, he'll knife your ass. That, there, there is one disconnect, though. What? I mean, he spends like se- – I don't want to spend seven or eight months doing what he does. So it's like – Might want his paycheck. I would All right. Like that. Uh, that is your uh, top ten. Uh, before we take a break, Gravedigger, let's see your top ten. All uh, right. And see how it, it, it's the same and how it's different. All right. Here's a little side-by-side. I also have mm. Bryce Young, Will Anderson as the top two picks. I do not have any trades in the top five. So I have the Cardinals staying put and grabbing Tyree Wilson as much as they want to trade down. Nobody is willing to pay the price to come up that high. The mm. Colts so connected to Will Levis, even with Stroud and Richardson on the I board. I see that, too. I see I that. I think that that's going to be the pick. And then I did buy into this recent report that the, the Seahawks are – targeting Anthony Richardson at five. So that's where mm. my third quarterback goes off the board. And when you look at this like budding that. rivalry here in the in the mock draft uh, Renegades uh, division, like right off the bat, Greggy, we're going to have a top five that has some big differences 
And someone, there's a good chance someone's out to a big lead right off the bat. Right. That's Gravedigger had it nailed the top 10. It's easier to get the top 10 right. That's your better chance. You start with a lead, you get one or two right over the other guy, and suddenly Let, it's, it's an avalanche. That's what happened last year. Yeah. So that's I what Justin's that. looking to do here. How about yeah. your uh, next five in the top 10? I, I have noticed that Gravedigger's made some very beautiful graphics you can check out on our YouTube. Um, and I think it, they're even more beautiful because this is his day, Grave Digger. <laughs> like a little extra effort. You don't have and to do much that. digging on that, Grave oh, Digger. Nice one. Um, all right, my next six picks, starting with the Lions at six. This is where Jalen Carter, I think his floor is if the Seahawks don't take him at five. Makes, Makes sense. sense. I don't think he gets further. Jinx. I also have uh, Devin Witherspoon here for the Raiders. Yeah. I've seen reports that it's Devin Witherspoon or Peter Skaronsky for the Raiders. So in this scenario, I think Witherspoon gets to seven, but if the there's – a lot of talk the Lions could take him at six, in which case Skaronsky could go seven, or the Raiders could take Christian Gonzalez at seven. Um, and then I have a trade up here as Ooh, well. I like this. It's the same team trading up, the Titans coming up from 11, but this time they're trading back with the Falcons at eight. Seen a lot of buzz that the Falcons are, are already making calls to move down. I think Albert Breer reported that. DJ said the Falcons are expected to have a lot of guys on their board that they like at eight, so they'd be willing to move If they back. wanted Bijan or Jackson Smith and Jigba, that, that could be a trade-down scenario. Exactly. You still get those guys. Mm. And then I also have the Bears taking so the So you got C.J. Stroud. Oh, sorry, Titans. yes. Titans take C.J. Stroud ending his fall, and that's all for the top four quarterbacks in the so top you, eight. Both of our Rebels here have the Titans starting over at QB with a top ten pick. There's Very just a lot of heat around there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's too much smoke there for it to mean nothing, in my opinion. And... Um, very clever, too, because your sandwich props, which I wanted to ding you on, uh-huh. uh, was that there's no trades within the top seven picks. I could have sworn it was top ten, uh, but you were very smart. You're consistent <laughs> between the sandwich props and this. That's and why he's dangerous, Mark. Yeah, he is. He's hungry I, and he's I, young. I he's do canny. see a lot of shared concepts between us, yeah. but different names yes. attached to those yes. concepts. And I know Same we're, church, different pews. We're yeah. way past this, but I, I pointed out how um, Al Davis was the one that Mike May- hired Mike Mayock. I I do want to point out Al Davis had been uh, no longer on this gone. earth for many years by that point. He was so that gone. was a mistake by <laughs> At me. At that point, 2010, I believe he passed, uh, or 2011 in that range. Uh, all right, uh, you have... Paris Johnson Jr. at Ooh, number nine to the Bears. That's where Mark can catch back up a little Skaronsky we'll over that's Johnson head-to-head offensive yeah. lineman. I mean, that's, could, that would be a big, big shock, I think. I think they most could people go are... either way, but the the latest things I'm hearing from from little birdies is that Paris Johnson is more highly viewed by the league than he is by like mock drafters. And that the Bears spent a lot of time with him at uh, the Ohio State Pro Day. What are the little birdies? The Move the Sticks podcast? I cannot reveal any <laughs> he got sources. has got them little arms. <laughs> Nobody wants them little arms and sausage fingers. And um, <laughs> at guard. 10, I have the Eagles taking Christian Gonzalez. And I heard yeah, what you guys just talked about, DJ, saying the Eagles' top four guys. And I totally agree. But in this crazy scenario where Christian Gonzalez falls to 10, I feel like the Eagles are that BPA kind of team. They just take the best player, and they don't think Gonzalez is going to make it to 10, and that's why he mm. I mocked him here, although this yeah, could I be think, a big I think you blew this spot one. for me to, to you gotta lose trust points. Either that or I'm okay. taken out behind the building at this point. I mean, and just DJ gives you four up, names on the Eagles where, where he used to work, and you're just, like, <laughs> thumbing your nose at him. Well, I, I did have Nolan Smith. He has Smith. birdies, too. You never know. I, I had Nolan Smith here initially, and then I was like, this is one of those weird things about mock drafting that I get trapped in where I'm like, Christian Gonzalez can't fall that far. He's there too go. good. Yeah. 
it's going to cause them to recalibrate their thinking in real time, perhaps. Right. <laughs> Let's take a break, and we'll move to uh, the middle of the first round. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right. They're right. Welcome back to the 15th annual Mark Sessler Mock Draft. The Rebel Edition. The rivalry is real as we move to the middle of the first round. Uh, Mark, back to your picks now. Uh, who is the first player picked outside the top 10 on Thursday night? I like what Gravedigger said about Christian Gonzalez because I struggled with this too. He's at 11 to the Cardinals who had done that trade with the Titans. So they can't pass him up. Um, they need everything. So why not start here with a great cornerback to uh, anchor a defense that wants at every position? So that's that's my pick there at number 11. Excited for Cardinals fans. The first draft without Steve Kime. That's it's exciting. a nice day. It's time to turn. It's been a bad offseason. We're turning the page. We're getting new cards. Who was that again? I'm sorry. I missed that one. Christian, Christian Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez. Oregon. All right. There you go. Number 11, Mark Sessler. All right. Let's move to number 12. All right. So this... Um, this may be a little too rich and too dreamy for Texans fans, but somehow C.J. Stroud falls all the way to number 12, and without having to maneuver mm. up or down uh, or cost them anything, bang, they get their quarterback right there. Ooh. And they say, S2 test, we don't really care. We'll build our offense around Stroud one way or another. Can I push back on this one? Sure. If they didn't like C.J. Stroud enough to take him at number two, that must mean they have some – real reservations about him, right? They, they might not think he's a guy, a dog. So why would you then use your number 12 pick on a guy that you didn't like enough to I, take when you own the draft board? That, like I said, this is a little rich and dreamy, but I think it's not that they don't like Maybe him. Maybe he I think, aces his uh, S2 test but during Thursday night. He retakes it. That would, grades come in. He's got a, like that a would, B-. That would change things. I, I think that the number two thing has a lot to do with D'Amico Ryans as hmm. head coach. And starting with the player, he can always sort of said, this was my guy. I don't think this has anything to do with Nick Casario at this point, who I'm not sure is even there in a couple of weeks. Uh, so Stroud falls to them. Like the other option is you can go Hennon Hooker, who's already, you know, in, mid oh. in his mid-20s. I don't think they do that. So I think Stroud is just something you can't pass up if you, if you get to them at 12. Although you already did. Well, this is at 12, not number two. I mean, I, I, you're, logically, I get what you're saying. And again, this was around minute 27 of uh, 65 for me. So I was like, got to keep moving. So I, you know, can't the Graver behind much. the glass is like twisting his uh, well, mustache with glee. I, th that's I think fine. this is um, kind of canny, <laughs> though, because the, the Texans could trade up for Stroud, too, and we'll still give right. Mark, I don't know, half credit for that. Like, if it's a, or the team second name pick, it for, you know, for both I, of us. Team that, and name. If is, they if you, if they take him at two, you still get credit? We, I, Graver, yes. we, we both felt yes. that way that we were, okay. you score us both the same way. If they, if they go, if it goes to the right team, who cares okay. where? That sounds good to me. So yep. that was my strategy. So <laughs> that was that was kind of good because okay, they trade good. up to seven or Does something. Does it make sense in the real world? Not at all. It kind of cover you. You have a little coverage there. Yeah. No, you. I think Dan's point is right though. It's it, it's. Uh, to if get, you want him, you want to him. To Dave Gettleman's point, if I was going to take D Daniel Jones at eighteen, I'm going to take that guy at six. That's my guy. 
Uh, well, I hope saying it was a little rich and dreamy yes. for a real for the real world, but it's not referenced Gettleman too often in in you know matters of draft strategy. <laughs> like I that. don't trade back, never trade back. <laughs> Go ahead. We need this laugh track all the time. That's what the show's been missing. Go ahead, Mark. All right, laugh green. track. This is a live I mean, studio. That is a, yeah, strike that. Strike real that people. from the record. <laughs> right up there. Strike that from the re-air. Green Bay Packers, uh, <laughs> now it's time to start building around your quarterbacks. So they take the first wide receiver off the board, Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State. And, of course, this is the draft pick uh, that they got from the New York Jets right. in the Aaron Rodgers trade, moving right. up a couple spots. It's interesting because they moved ahead of the Patriots, and they have the, maybe the top two same needs as the Patriots. That's annoying to you. Isn't wide it? receiver and tackle. Well, I would have said the Jets were almost locked in to take a tackle there, and I think that's probably the most likely Patriots mm-hmm. pick. So either way, it, but they also could take a receiver, uh, which is a big Patriots. But need. they do not. Um, in fact, they don't even address oh, their top two needs. I you just said needs. they did. The Patriots. Uh, wait, wait. The, the Patriots just, do not. So you have – I like it, by the way, for Green yeah. Bay. It makes sense. And yeah. if it annoys Aaron Rodgers, even better. Yeah. Uh, but Christian Watson, who was emerging as a star in the back end of last year, now you pair him with a young, potentially dynamic receiver in Jigba. Yeah. Okay, we're cooking with a new quarterback. Nice combo, too. I think there's a, or an argument to, for them to add a, a bunch of players. I like Watson a lot, but like they, I think with Love, it's I believe like, they will add a bunch of players over the next I But I said at wide receiver and tight end in our, for my sandwich bet that they at least four. Couldn't um, take you on that. It's, it's a too nebulous, that sandwich one. Sandwich opposition. Yeah. Mark, right. I couldn't take you. It was nebulous. That's okay. Patriots uh, don't do what you think, Greg. Uh, in they my never world, do. they probably will do what you think in the real world. But they go uh, Nolan it's Smith, edge out of Georgia. I, I like just that. Belichick adding a defensive player that he's fallen in love. Feels with. like a guy they would love. You a can character guy. Everyone says he's the the greatest uh, Georgia leader. You know, maybe it's Mac, maybe the answer is Mac Jones. But Belichick, as we know, everybody's laughing at him about the guard he took last year, even though that didn't turn out poorly. He very rarely does what the draft industrial complex right. thinks he's going to right. do. Never. Mac Jones, perhaps. That kind of made sense in that moment. But for the most part, he's going to Cole zig. Strange, not so much. Although supposedly they were going to take Elijah Vera Tucker if the Jets hadn't traded up for him, which is a weird slight indoors moment. Speaking of the Jets, is this their pick? It is. And the Jets take Broderick Jones, oh! Georgia, offensive tackle. <laughs> Six five, three hundred and eleven pounds. One of the more rough and tumble <laughs> big boys in the draft. In a lot of Jets fans here. It's great. Dan, Dan, was that pick, my sandwich? That, prop? Was, that was your that pick. Was. Yesterday, oh, I'll so be yeah. I'll be dancing in the streets. Last year I picked Sauce going to the Jets, and if I could do it two years in a row, yummy. Um, that makes sense. They're gonna take. They are absolutely taking an offensive tackle, and then you could say, "Oh, look, why would they do that? They got Dwayne Brown back. They got Mackay Becton. There's, those are starters." There, there is no – it's not a sure bet either of those guys are somebody you could trust uh, to be on the field by week four, and both those guys are not under contract after this year, so they need to get younger, restart at the position, and add some much-necessary depth after they were wrecked on their O-line last year by injuries. Nailed that one, Mark. Seems like a home run. Uh, 16, the Washington Commanders. I feel like this team is sort of petrified or Ron Rivera sort of frozen – from chasing a quarterback or doing anything big because of what's going on there in general. Um, so Ron Rivera does a very Ron Rivera thing and just adds up front offensive tackle Paris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. They can use some tackle help. Taken in the top 10 by uh, Justin Graver. I feel like tackle yep. tackles get pushed up. Defensive linemen and tackles. The people love getting pushed up even when they're not that in love with them. And they bust uh, quite a bit. 
you know. People, so know. they are then they're serious about the Sam Howell thing. Clearly at this point. I I feel like there's very little very little out there about the Commanders being a team that's going to suddenly do something stunning and go up and make a move at quarterback. I think Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett for this year. And this is right. very, yeah, very for much a, year, uh, year, the ship is a neutral year for Washington. That's I think, how I feel they transition. about them. Right. Makes sense not to take a big swing at quarterback if you could build up the rest of the roster. Unless you love a quarterback. But Who's there just, right now? Who's the top prospect? Is it Hooker at this point? Yes. Okay, go ahead. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers, number 17. Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, Tennessee. There's a couple ways they could go, but I tackle love... Tackle run, pinch me. Absolutely. I, I think this is like, they're, why not continue just to add pieces to a young offense? It's sort of all in the same contract biorhythm right now. They, their line got a little bit better last year as the season went on, but they need people, and uh, he could step right in and start. Here's why tackles get pushed up, because they are never available in free agency. And if you look through the 32 rosters, there's about 23 that have a need at tackle. Like, you could you could slot these to practically any team. Well, you know my theory that I think that at now as children by age three or four are just staring at screens um, <laughs> instead of going out and, like, a joke. mowing the lawn and stuff yeah. uh, when they're young boys. Like, they're, we're going to have less and less big, beefy linemen. They're going to be less tough-minded in general. Interesting. And there are already little little nuggets out there about it's tougher to find these guys in general. And so Go well, play outside, kids. Please. Right. I um, It's really up to you, though, as a parent. I actually started Walker <laughs> mowing the lawn at two years old. Three was too late right. for me. That was an I, interesting I like it was example a, a to huge, use, Mark. A huge uh, like motor saw spinning as fast as possible. I'd say, Greg, combine likes, that with young kids. That is that's noble. Some of the genetic material you're passing down would prevent Walker from becoming an offensive tackle. That's not your fault. <laughs> yeah, whatever is the most get a chainsaw in the mix as early as possible. It's good to get the kids in their motor. You know what I mean, though. Like, get put that the pressure th- on their motor uh, reflexes and abilities yeah. early on. Get out there and do that farm work right. uh, when, while still a, a tot. What do they call it? Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, chainsaw. What do they call it? sharpens <laughs> motor skills. All Go right. ahead. Uh, Detroit Lions. First tight end off the board. They go Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. Uh, they, they traded away TJ Hawkinson. This is a ready-to-go, polished tight end mm. who can do a little bit of everything. And why not just add? They've added defense. They got an edge. Go add someone to help Jared Goff on offense. Love it. Feels a little more like a, a lion than um, Dalton Kincaid for whatever reason. My, I guess my only question is, like, why <laughs> why try why trade TJ Hawkinson to go draft another tight end when I know but I didn't love that trade to begin with so just yeah, like I know what is because Hawkinson this, Hawkinson this is a good all tight the end time, though. <laughs> tight yeah, ends he, very rarely in the NFL in the first round turn into stars so it's like you're but, just getting I guess younger and I perhaps cheaper I don't even know if that's true yeah well TJ Hawkinson was a guy in the fourth year of a five-year contract and they also moved up they got a second and a third and gave back a fourth I mean they got some nice okay. picks, and I, that wasn't their guy. I think they, you know, for whatever reason, they didn't think he was. I think the hope would be Michael yeah. Mayer is a better player than TJ Hawkinson. Not that Hawkinson's bad, but I mean, it's a, it is a positional need, though, too. I mean, because of what they did. But I, I'm with you. It's annoying to go move guy and get another guy the same was position. Pretty good, even after Hawkinson. It's okay. It's fine. I well, hope they don't do that. You know what? If it doesn't happen in real life, you the I'll good thing thrilled. about this is you don't need to be concerned I'll about this. I'll be able this. to sleep. Tune back in Thursday night on yeah. the live stream. And they replaced Jamal Williams with David Montgomery, so I guess I wouldn't have minded maybe them making that running back splash here. Mm. Uh, but, mm. uh, true. you know. We're taking a receiver. 
Well, I've done them wrong, apparently. Uh, All right, so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they go Miles Murphy, edge out of Clemson. I just feels like a Todd Bowles going defense here. Uh, They call him this year's version of Trayvon Walker to some degree. He's massive. That's... Well, at 19, that's a better spot. That's a it's, that's perhaps less of a reach. But yeah, at 19, yes, I like it better. Toolsy. All right, number 20. <laughs> number 20. We have a, we have another tight end. Dalton Kincaid goes to the Seahawks. Uh, not number one. Not the number one blocking tight end here, but he could be a centerpiece on offense. I like. I think the Seahawks definitely are a team that could go wide receiver here. I kind of went back and forth on that, but I think that they fall in love with the idea of getting a starting tight end. Yeah, they, I think they would love it if Smith and Jigba fell to them. There's a lot of slot receivers in this draft. They need one. So maybe they wait. Uh, Kincaid, to me, is the most exciting receiver, I think, at, uh, between tight ends and receivers in this draft. Like, maybe the highest upside of anyone. Helps Gino, Greg. No offense. Nice. Passing on Richardson in your mock and then taking uh, a weapon for him. That's the way to go. We got Noah <laughs> Fant and Will Disley on that uh, depth chart right now. How was Fant last year? It was okay. He's a fine. Disley up and end. down. Disley was really promising. I think he had an uh, an Achilles, I believe it was. Or it's it's not like a screaming need, but Fant's in the final year of his contract. You know, the Seahawks do weird things too. They're okay. not they're not going to just. I think at their this own depth is chart. more of my hesitation. Uh, it was a knee injury that. Uh, for Disney. But um, anyway, uh, I guess I'm just spooked by tight ends. I'm just spooked. I need, I, you know, we need yeah, the NFL seem needs. To be, it seems to be. Sort the of NFL needs like you. a tight end to come kick some ass, come into the league and go full Gronk. I think Kyle Pitts did did harm to you. Well, there's a, a OJ whole, Howard. A whole you class. They're saying this the, class is maybe the best tight end class of the last decade. Somebody, Seven or eight. Somebody be a good looking guys. Mm-hmm. Somebody. I don't care. <laughs> somebody be good. That's all. That's somebody be a Pro Bowl player before year two. One of these tight ends. Save it for the live who stream. Is the, who was the last one? I mean, Pitts. I think is going to be fine. Maybe. Mark Andrews came in and was good, close, pretty much right okay. away. Uh, but that was five years ago now. So that was a while. I ago. mean, you have to almost say that Hawkinson's been one of the better results, and he's not earth shaking. If we don't have one of these tight ends that are entering the league this year in a Pro Bowl, um. In the next three years, I don't want to ever hear about the tight end classes being great ever again. Just strike it. <laughs> ever again. Ever again. Okay. Strike it from the first round conversation. Treat them like tight ends. You have that power. Mm, I look. mean, running backs. I want to see if Gra- Graver put some tight ends in his uh, 11 to 20. What, what number was that? Yeah, that was 20. That was 20. That's 20. A good right, time let's to check, check in, in with Justin's 11 through check 20. Check in with the mock that might completely devastate mine. Why not? Stay confident, Mark. Or or who knows which way we're going to go here. All right. My 11 had – I had the Falcons trading back with the Titans to 11, and that is where they take Bijan. Wait, Robinson. I didn't hear the – where's the – This one? No, okay. No, I did it for the trade-up. You want it for the okay. – I'm on all, oh, all The all more trades. sounds the better, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. At number 12, I have another trade-up. This one is the Steelers. See, it's better. The Steelers, who have been rumored to be making calls to come up, trade up to number 12, the Texans. They took Will Anderson in the beginning. None of the other quarterbacks made it to them at 12, so they trade down to 17, and the Steelers grab offensive tackle Broderick Jones since Paris Johnson Bad news, Justin. already off the board. I know. Very it, just incredulous look from Rosenthal as soon as you uh, mentioned why? this one. What do you mean, why? You did it. No, I think I was. Re- Show the replay I, of his face when it happened. I was uh, looking. I was reacting to the sound effects. I don't know. <laughs> what 
And I'm sorry that I didn't give Broderick Jones to the Jets. You know, Kevin Colbert never used to trade the Steelers GM. Uh, He did make that Minka Fitzpatrick trade, but that wasn't like a draft trade. He wasn't a guy who ever moved. They do have a new GM, Omar Khan, so I guess uh, they could look at it a little differently, but would be changing from the norms. Yeah, and maybe these (laughs) these rumors are, you know, just smoke screens, but it has been out there that the Steelers are trying to come up for a tackle or for Jalen Carter if he were to fall, which I don't think... Let's get... It it, Mm. it makes more sense when the Pittsburgh Steelers have a position of strength on the offensive line. They're the Steelers. Let's get back to that. It does make sense. I think they'd sit there. I I do want to point out to make up some rules as we go here. Now, if Bijan Robinson actually gets drafted by the Falcons, but yes. he gets drafted eighth, as Mark said, yes. and Justin has him 11th, I think the rules should come up with some sort of uh, bonus for Mark here. You know? Well, we're going to need to... <laughs> Maybe we can come up with like a trade-nailing bonus, but I feel like the trade element is just for fun, and the real like I'm contest just... here is going team player match. So like we'll work something out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure we, it out. we got, yeah, really got time. To we me, won't... that would be a tiebreaker if like there was a tie. Mm. You're both uh, gonna get it wrong. So correct spots. <laughs> yeah, because like you shouldn't you shouldn't get it. That's much. our third or fourth team player agreement. There. Yeah, I think four. Yeah, the offensive linemen. You're all completely different though. Let's keep yeah. going through them. Keep all right, thirteen. That. I have the Packers taking best player available, Lucas Van Ness. Mm. I know there's that's all nice. this like buzz about them taking a wide receiver or tight end, but that's just like that's not how they operate, Ooh. and I don't know why they would change that starting this year. Fight, fight, it's fight. a really deep uh, class at so wide receiver and tight end in the second and third round. So I think they. Pass. So do you think Mark's a dummy? Yeah, is that what you're no, saying? That's the subtext. Dummy. I don't. I don't understand why this is starting a fight. But. Um, okay, at 14, I have the Patriots taking uh, Peter Skaronski. Mm. So he goes off the board. The Patriots do their own thing. They're like short arms. Who cares? He's a good tackle. We're gonna plug him Could in. You see that? <laughs> it would be great if the Jets once Skaronski drops, they're like they call up the Packers and they get they switch again. That would be great. <laughs> they take Skaronski ahead of. New England. I'd Maybe like a that. similar uh, but better prospect to Isaiah Wynn, who also they thought would move to guard, right. and they never did, and uh, ended up uh, being a bad pick. <laughs> All right, 15. 15, I got the Jets taking Darnell Wright. He's maybe the cleanest, like, pure right tackle evaluation in the class. Some, like, weird questions about his character, but I think that the Jets will like him and get him in there. And- Ooh. You know, get him at the fix that tackle position since Mackay Becton can't stay healthy. All right, moving on. I got the. <laughs> I mean, as a, as a new weird you know, character draft analyst, maybe can you be more specific when you said weird character issues? That just feels like a broad brush. Is he just like, like a like a strange? Because I didn't dude, hear or? anything about that, so I'd like to hear. There more. were some questions that Creep, came, came up about his like work ethic and practice. There was some weird like Twitter DM exchanges that he like posted this like. Somebody posted screenshots of him getting in people's DMs with like kind of weird messages. I wouldn't let that mm. affect my football evaluation of him, but it's the just Jets like, are a little scarred by another guy. Becton has similar, not <laughs> creeping into people's DMs, but <laughs> like, does he love the game? Is he a hard worker? Would they take a chance on that? I don't know about that one, but also but Darnell Wright also like hands. he shut down Will Anderson. Like he was okay. really good against Georgia. Like he's he was just okay. lights out in college. But that people, should be factured into this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, so. it has been, and Ooh. we move on. We're getting right. creative here. Let's Moving on. Go. We got some. Yes, we do. have. I'm, I'm just going crazy because what the heck. Um, nobody's going to get this right anyway, right? Okay. So 16, I have the commanders taking Joey Porter Jr. There's a lot of smoke there. Like a lot of mocks have that happening. So I'm just following the chalk. At 17, where the Texans have traded back with the Steelers, I have them taking quarterback Hendon Hooker. 
Texans have been doing their homework on Hendon Hooker. They've been meeting with them. They've met with him multiple times throughout the process. And I don't see how they can come out of this draft without a quarterback just to, like, say we took somebody. So I feel like this is a realistic possibility if they trade back, get some extra picks. Notice how the graphic, because Gravedigger is great branding. Mark has an equally great nickname, in my opinion, Quiet Storm. Why isn't it Quiet Storm versus Gravedigger? <laughs> very... Why is it just Mark versus yeah, Gravedigger? Yeah, that's a good reporter's question. Yeah. Yeah, uh, pure oversight on my part. Monosymbolic. It's like, uh, oh, over, hey, here's the middle manager right. versus the well, cool gravedigger. Check out Monster Jam Saturday <laughs> at SoFi. This, this uh, pod is billed as the fifth annual Mark Sessler mock draft, so I wanted to keep that consistent. Sure. We don't call it the annual Quiet Storm mock draft. Okay. It's like, hey, cool gravedigger. Uh, you wouldn't want your daughter to date him versus, like, insurance salesman Mark, Mark Sessler. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, come on. Uh, I'm totally checked out at this point. <laughs> Go ahead. He's a top 10 football insider. <laughs> For now. Um, all right, moving on. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Let's go. Yeah, all right. I have the Chiefs <laughs> trading up to 18 with the Lions to take Zay Flowers as the number Good one match. receiver off the board. A lot Good of match. smoke there. Uh, Bucks, I have taking Anton Harrison, quarter, uh, sorry, Whoa. offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. This is like one where people are saying that league is higher on him than the mock drafters, so I'm just taking a throwing a dart here. Okay. And then I have the Bills trading up with the Seahawks to take Jackson Smith and Jigba. The Bills are like, wow, I can't believe he's still on the board. John Schneider and the Seahawks always trying to trade back, so they pull that off, and the Bills get their slot receiver to either take over for or replace. I think Gabe Hopkins Davis. is going there. Okay, I think if you get it, I've got a propo- real proposal. If you get a trade and player combo, you get an extra half. Okay, that's it. I like and that. Not otherwise, that, okay. that's tangible. Okay, that sounds good. Because yeah. you got like seventeen trades here. It's getting a little outrageous. Five or six. Yeah. I think DeAndre Hopkins is, I think, going to be moved in the next, you know, ninety-six hours, and uh, the Bills make so much sense. So I don't know if they double up there, but it's so hard to. Stefan Diggs not tough... showing up to off-season workouts. He's a little annoyed. Yeah, he's a sensitive little man. <laughs> Not so little, actually. All right. Uh, Let's see. Let's take one more break, and then we will hit the rest of the first round. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. La-dee-dee, draft is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back. It is time now to finish out the 2023 mock draft. Mark Sessler, take us through the final 11 picks. All right. The Chargers go Jalen Hyatt, field stretching wide out out of Tennessee. Mm. I think that feels like an obvious need for them. The Ravens, I love this um, more than I think it may happen, but Joey Porter Jr., the, steel, the son of the Steelers, Ooh, great, goes to the spicy. Baltimore Ravens. I think they just stick Saucy. it to Pittsburgh for years there. The Vikings... Hendon Hooker. Kirk Cousins out the door after this season. Mm. Um, I like the match. There's a lot of heat around that if he falls that far. Uh, then I am in the same church and pew once again with Gravedigger because I have the Kansas City Chiefs trading up to 24 
with the Jaguars mm. to get Zay Flowers, who they've done a lot of work on. And at 25, the New York Giants, Quentin Johnston falls right into their laps. And I really could see the New York Giants going wide receiver and just continuing to add around Daniel Jones. And Johnston would be an interesting New York Giant. Now, I think with the Chiefs, you each have Flowers, same church. Might be different pews because you have mm -hmm. them a little later. The mm -hmm. pew is a little Well, back. they're both. Mm -hmm. It's both a Three trade. It's both a trade, though. So we would both get that extra half that, point that, that we're discussing. That's true. You, so are you more of a front pew type of guy when you were I, uh, I, a religious can, man? From where I'm sitting, I can see him in the church, Gravedigger, from where I'm sitting. You don't have to crane the neck too far. I like your I like your Hendon Hooker uh, placement with the Vikings. I think that is a better chance. I like a quarterback. Texans, and I'm rooting for Mark, by the way. I, I have a feeling Dan agrees. Yeah. We're going with the old standby. The old guard. <laughs> Take out these new young guns. Yeah. <laughs> Although we want everyone to do well. Because I know, Justin, you put a lot of work into this. Just saying, we knew Mark a lot longer. Sure. <laughs> I'm rooting for Mark, too, for what it's worth. I'm sure you Well, are. that is, yeah. that's rich. Sure you are. Um, I think you guys are missing one thing that's going to shake up the draft board. I think Minnesota might be more aggressive uh, in setting up their QB of the future. I could see them picking in the top ten, moving all the way up and grabbing mm. one of those uh, earlier QBs. Ooh. I think there's a lot of breadcrumbs pointing to the Vikings' uh, reshuffling the deck, as it were, and uh, with Cousins not reworking his deal, this feels like the end of the road. Could Cousins be moved? Ooh. Could they draft a QB and move Cousins? I, the only place that ever felt logical to me was wherever Kyle Shanahan was, and I don't. I think there's too much of a logjam at quarterback. In but it's not like there right were, there's got to be teams out there that would look at a one-year rental of, of Cousins as – the commanders enticing back that, to Washington. That, that ship is sailing. Uh, well, it's different ownership. <laughs> I mean, different not coaches. Yet, that's too much. It's different everything. Too much. That was ugly. Different team name. True. All right. How about your uh, your twenty one through twenty five uh, grave digger? All righty. At 20, twenty. So I Miami's got pick twenty one and they forfeited. So technically it's twenty the twenty first pick, but it's pick twenty two. I it. have the Chargers taking Nolan Smith. I don't know, man, like he's probably not gonna fall this far, <laughs> but if he does, the Chargers would pounce on him, so whatever. Um there's like I have like twenty five players in. I have like twenty five players that I feel like are gonna be top twenty picks and obviously the math doesn't uh, check out there, so some some people have to fall. You disagree with that rival GM. Yeah, the Got one it. who said there's only 15 and it's he has less than 15 or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> draft sucks. Uh, 23. They I say that Raven. every year. Weren't they saying that last year too? Just waiting yes, for Greg to get fired year. up about that one again. <laughs> they say they say that every other year. Maybe like two out of three. It's just stupid. Um, at 23, I have the Ravens taking a wide receiver Jordan Addison. Kind of matches the profile that they looked for when they took Marquise Brown. Mm. Add another weapon, get Lamar to come home. He's he's number one, by the way, on uh, my annual wide receiver rankings that I put out. It's oh. very oh, exciting. Right. Yeah. George Pickens was number two last year. Addison number one. Nice. Um, who is left? By the way, who is left in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes from the? Because I guess there can be movement now. The draft happens, and then teams can reset. The Jets are obviously out now because the Rodgers thing is done. If they were ever in, I don't think they were. Um, who is out there as a potential match well, at this get, point? In we'll my, have to see, I In guess. my world, not the Falcons, but in some worlds, the Falcons, based on who they picked, could be. I guess when the dust clears on Saturday night, there might be a team that wants to make a play there. But we'll see. He's probably just going back to Baltimore, though. Probably. 
I don't believe the Odell Beck. I think Odell Beckham was lying through his teeth in that press conference when he said he was given no assurances that Lamar Jackson was going to be his quarterback. Why would you go there? Of course, he would. Well, the money. Odell. Well, the money was juicy, but like Odell's going to go play with Tyler Huntley for four months. No. That feels like it would go no. be good for Maybe about four minutes. Maybe he watched uh, the Pro Bowl skills competition <laughs> where Tyler <laughs> was really doing well. He lit it up. Go ahead. All right. At 24, I have the Vikings uh, taking cornerback Deontay Banks, another guy who could go earlier. This is like a best available fix the defense kind of situation. 25, I have the Jaguars taking Miles Murphy, another, you know, stop his slide because he's uh, a guy that could go earlier. Okay. And at 26, I have the Giants taking tight end Michael Mayer. This is the first place I have a tight end going off the board. I know they traded for Darren Waller, but Mayer is a guy who can really help in the run game and be another weapon outlet for Daniel Jones, who they don't like to let him throw the ball that far down the field in that offense. So another little underneath. And Waller, I think, is entering his age 31 or 32-year season. So it makes sense. It makes sense, too. All right, let's close it up now. Uh, Mark, your final picks of the first round. All right, Dallas Cowboys, uh, they've lost Dalton Schultz. They've lost a bunch of tight ends in this draft, but they're going to go with someone that fascinates me, Darnell Washington out of mm. Georgia, six foot seven, 270 pounds, a human freak of nature. I can just see him in a Cowboys. I think Jerry Jones get fascinated by I feel someone like that. I feel like that's Sessler's guy, that and Van Ness in this draft. Absolutely. I'm way into this guy. Um, Buffalo Bills, <laughs> they need a wide receiver. I love the idea of them trading up. I agree that that's a real possibility. Um, because of where they started to fall, I think they stayed where they were. They go Jordan Addison out of USC. The Bengals, I, I struggle with this one because I really think they'd love to see a tight end fall to them where they are, but they're kind of we're out of them in this draft on my on my side. They go cornerback Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Um, the Saints go edge Will McDonald, Iowa State, add to that defense. The Eagles go to Kalijah Kansi, and man, like you know when you do these mocks, you get to the end, it's like crap, Kalijah Kansi's not on the list, so I had to like redo the whole thing and try to figure out where to put them. I wanted them with New Orleans essentially, and then I said Eagles because the Eagles can't. They're not going to go take another edge. So he goes to he goes to Philly. The Jaguars, with that trade from Kansas City, sit at 31. They take DB Brian Branch out of Alabama. And I have one bonus pick. Okay. Because this is someone I really think has a chance to go in the first round. But at number 32 or 33, uh, in round two, the Eagles will trade up with the Steelers, who had that second-round pick from the Bears, um, to get Jamar – Gibbs, Alabama running back. Mm. They get their running back, the Eagles. I was just about to ask about Gibbs to see, you know, there's been talk, will there be multiple running backs that go in the first round? I, I still like the idea of Cincinnati pouncing on one of these guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and Gibbs as a more natural fit, I think, than Robinson, who I think will be gone by the time Cincinnati picks. Uh, but coming off the board, where are you having gone? Philly? Yes, first pick of the second round. Okay. Maybe maybe Justin will have to make a first pick of the second round as as, as yet another tiebreaker. I did enjoy Dan. I don't know if you noticed mm. when Mark looked over to Justin and was like, "It's tough when you're doing these," yeah. and like you didn't have Cancy in there, and he was like, <laughs> right. "You identify with that, right?" In a way yeah. that we, me and you, Dan, sure. couldn't understand. Absolutely. Couldn't. I mean, we're I ha- brothers in arms. I mean, we are competing. That's but, like yeah. John Elway and Dan Marino, like <laughs> sitting on a dock with their fishing Absolutely. poles, just chopping right. it up. And I, sub- I I went through the same thing where I'm like, I still have four guys that should be first-round picks. That aren't, yeah. just, they're not it's in the first round. Tough. It is what it's it is. Tough. It's really it's back-breaking labor. All right, what do we got? <laughs> All right, so for my last six picks, I have the Cowboys taking guard Osiris Torrance, uh, Osiris Torrance out of Florida. It's just like a Cowboys move to take the best lineman that's left on the board in the first round. They've done a good job. I know they need tight ends, but 
I don't have Dalton Kincaid going in the first round. Maybe I'm crazy, but I'm with you, Dan. It's like, what? These tight ends got to do something before they deserve to mm. all be first round picks. Like, mm. So I don't have two or three tight ends going <laughs> in the first round. I'm leading the like, rebellion on that one, huh? Um, all right, go ahead. My, I have the Seahawks in there trade back with the uh, whoever it was, the Bills, I guess, has <laughs> Keon White, defensive end. I noticed lately when Tech. Mark has a trade, he's not getting the, the ding, but you're getting it. Mm, I, I must have missed it. <laughs> I'm going to keep my – I'm going to stay calm. <laughs> Next, I have the Bengals taking Brian Branch. They lost Jesse Bates in free agency. Branch is like a versatile defensive back. He can play safety. He can play nickel. I think he slots right into their defense. Like it. Um, I have the Saints taking Kalijah Kansi. And I'm in a situation where I'm like, Will McDonald should also be a first-round pick. I know Mark has Will McDonald going to the Saints here. But I, I think they beef up the interior of the line, defensive line. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, at 31, yes. I have the Eagles <laughs> taking Gibbs. Project total confidence at all times, Justin. <laughs> Mach 101. Nobody Eagles knows. Gibbs, too. Eagles yeah, Gibbs. We both have this. Eagles Gibbs, but I have them staying put and taking him at mm. 31. And then finally, with the Lions trade back from the with the Chiefs, they trade back from 18 to 32 and land cornerback Emmanuel Forbes, a playmaker. Everyone's connecting Devin, Devon Witherspoon to the Lions at pick six, but if they get Jalen Carter there instead, they're likely going corner with their next pick. That's that's my guy. It's 6'1", 165. Let's promote body diversity. Let's Very expand nice. our mind of what type of bodies Very can nice. play in the NFL. And that's in the event of right. a, a tie after round one, the tiebreaker would be the first pick of round two, and that would be for you, Justin? Uh, the Cardinals pick there? I That's the Steelers. The Steelers. From oh, the Steelers. Yikes. Oh, yeah, the, the Bears. The Steelers. We'll get back to you on that. Think about it, Mark. I, I think you have prepared. something else to share. Uh, I have seven sports locks, and I, I did this sort of to tie up some loose ends, okay. especially around the Titans, because um, to your point, and I agree with you 100%, I think if they go get the quarterback, Ryan Tannehill is traded to the Falcons. So that's my sports lock uh, number one. Um, the second sports lock is that Derrick Henry— Let's get some locks. Let's lock it up. I mean, can we— do a little something for it. Uh, <laughs> Derrick Henry. The rivalry is real. He's too, he's too busy, like, scrolling down, move the sticks his top 150. Oh, who's he going to take? Just pick a, smoke pick a come name. out of his Just ears. Pick a name. I love it. Um, Derrick Henry is traded to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, then you're thinking, well, why would they go do that? Because the Titans turn around and take Zach Charbonnet. Okay, so Running second, back. Second so they're kind of just getting pick. young, younger. They're kind of doing the same thing, just getting younger. I like sure. it. Um, Phoenix Suns to the NBA Finals is my fourth Very sports nice. lock. Okay. Uh, it hasn't shown like great chemistry yet, but you can't question the talent. Absolutely. And, you know, they're just in a lot of ways, they're just now getting to build on that chemistry with Durant and Booker. And, and look at Chris Paul. You know, you I leave mean, him I, open, he's going to hit shots. They're very dangerous. What an actor. Unbelievable. They're just beginning to gel. Any, any other thoughts about their rotation beyond those big I think three? you nailed it, and I think yeah. we, you know, we're moving on to the next sports lock, <laughs> really need which like is... a fifth guy, though, you know? <laughs> well, there's time to find that fifth guy. Uh, sports lock number five, the Los Angeles Dodgers missed the playoffs. Oh, wow. <laughs> and wow. I just, you know, I listen to a lot of AM radio drifting around town. I don't like the feel and the energy. Like there's a little bit of, you know, they thought they could float into the season with a lesser roster. Not going to happen this time. Sounds like April talk, but okay. Yeah, well, no one's going to remember I said that. Uh, Sports lock number six, Lamar Jackson is never seen again by the human eye. (laughs) It's over. How do you spin that, Lamar, me, if that happens? That would be disappointing, (laughs) but also unprecedented. He would be a legend. He would be legendary. I mean, he's getting a Netflix special if that happens. Yeah, it goes like full-on Amelia Earhart. Um, (laughs) All right, in industry news. (laughs) I mean, isn't that the the greatest – 
personal accolade one can achieve in the 21st century Netflix special? Uh, after like truly true just crime vanishing. Doc. Yeah. I mean, it's probably more interesting than playing like another three yeah. seasons with the Ravens and not making, you know, the AFC title game. Yeah, Ouch. David Koresh, really on the up and up <laughs> right now. All right, in industry news, our, my final sports lock, major lawsuits take down Jimmy Dean sausage. Ow. That Just when we were the, making growth the with Mark cal- and meat products. In the next calendar year, that happens. Shoot. That was, it does say sports locks. Um, how does that relate to, uh, I guess Jimmy Dean's like a sports sponsor. I saw a Jimmy Dean sausage commercial on NFL Network while preparing okay, this list. Fair. So there is a clear and obvious Kind of like you get that like uh, one step forward, two steps back vibe there, Greg, <laughs> with uh, Mark after he ate the big uh, cheeseburger a few weeks back. <laughs> Might go back and eat a little wish one of casting against the Dean industry. I, it's so specific. If you nail this one, I think it tops whatever that Baker Mayfield nonsense was. <laughs> whatever. What was that? <laughs> that wasn't nonsense. That was. A, that was. You nailed it. You did. Prophecy. Although the back end of that prediction uh, didn't was work a dis- out for absolute anyone. disaster. <laughs> but you got yeah. the front end was so profoundly perfect. Even I would not take that. And that was done me. in front of a, a true live audience. It sure was. Well, what, is this not a true audience? A different- Let's hear it for the audience here. You really guys, uh, you thought this would be easily 25 minutes shorter, and we thank you. <laughs> Patience. Um, anything right. else? Graver, what are your yeah. seven sports locks? <laughs> we need them all right oh, now. Gosh. Or we'll, we'll take your first no. pick of the second yeah, round. Yeah, that, okay, Let's go there. Good. We'll do um, that. Uh, no, Will McDonald. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's good. Dalton Kincaid. Boom. No, that doesn't make sense. The Steelers uh, wouldn't take him. Say they trade out to yeah. somebody. Somebody trades up for Kincaid because they're like, wow, he's still on the board. This, it's crazy. The Giants trade into it. They want another tight end. Yeah, Giants need three tight ends. I, I think you should name world. a specific team, though. Just not somebody. Somebody like the Bengals. It I, almost doesn't like matter. That. If Kincaid comes off the board and you, you that's have a tiebreaker. him, that's a tiebreaker. Okay. Deal. Kincaid The only is. way Mark can top you is if his tiebreak, his first pick he matches the team as well. Mike Tomlin did almost like say directly that they're trying to trade the thirty third, the uh, thirty second overall pick. That's so. like the num- That's one of the number one tropes in sports media. All that Friday, they're like, "Hey, it's great to be at the top of the second round. You can really, uh, not, you know, <laughs> like shut up, control the board. Like <laughs> shut most up. Most of the time, there's no trade. I mean, shut up. They have to talk for like <laughs> seven straight hours, which we're gonna learn. Throughout a team, though, just in case Mark nails it. Yeah, that like gives I don't you know why, why. are you? You're so Seahawks. being so haphazard. So they already had them it. trade down in the first round. They okay. got extra pick. I like to come I like Will McDonald better. I like Will McDonald better. Well, that's not what his decision was. Old MacDonald. <laughs> I'm gonna miss it no matter what. Um, all right, great stuff, great stuff. Uh, Mark, Justin, best of luck. Uh, may the best man win. And remember, uh, you could track this in real time with us on Thursday, the uh, live stream on YouTube. You could find the links on any of our social accounts and follow along. All right, that's it. The next time you hear from us, either that live stream or right after the live stream. Yes, our round one recap podcast, as usual, coming to your ears draft night Thursday. We are not going to be in Kansas City. We're right here. Right here. Confirmed. Locking it up. I love it. All let's, right. Let's Until go. Draft week. the NFL draft, heed the call.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.